Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We got a game tonight. The Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. Bob Stoffer down at uh, Rogers Place watching some of the Oilers alumni and friends of uh, alumni. Uh, I'll tell you what, Matt Cassian has roofed three and is looking for a contract. Uh, Well, He's yelling at me, uh... I was sitting behind the glass for 10 minutes, and he came by, and he says, I got three now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Matt in a fight in Red Deer, and I remember giving it to Cam Moon about this after because he used the first quarter of the fight where the guy from Red Deer, I forget, Cam's listening right now. Hey, Cam, get well soon. I know you're down in Bakersfield. Looking forward to seeing you in Anaheim on Saturday night. Uh, when the team flies in there after this three-game homestand. Anyhow, uh, the guy in Red Deer got the jump on Cassian for about uh, six seconds. That Cam was and, doing his job. And then the last 25 seconds was Matt Cassian absolutely throwing. He was, a, he was a tough guy, big, rangy guy that could fight. His dad, Brent's a great dude. I uh, did bar down uh, down there. Three bar down. John Shannon is joining us for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. It is currently uh, 136. John, the genesis of uh, today's show was uh, me uh, butchering a uh, because of uh, got in my brain because of the agent Joe Resnick who represents both Warren Fogel mm-hmm. and Ryan, Ryan McLeod. McLeod and yep. Ryan McLeod is becoming a fan favorite now but you know that and why not he's fast like fine skater scored a couple nice goals the other night well one real nice one uh, and I and I ref- I said well and apparently his he's McLovin and no it's Fogel it's McLovin but they're both represented by Joe uh, Joe is uh, gonna say, uh, Joe, Joe Resnick Joe Resnick sure and super bad one of the best movies going. Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. Now, would you rate it as a top five? Because Cody Jansen, who's pinch hitting for Brendan this week, says it's a top five comedy of all time for him. That's a that's a stretch, but you know it's it it, it's aged well too. It it really has. I mean, it's it's now super bad would be would be fifteen years old by fifteen years ago. I think I'm not sure, but I mean, and and the guys that are in it: Michael Sarah, Jonas Siegel, uh, you know, Seth Rogen. Uh, you know they it <laughs> it's a it's a classic coming of age teenage movie that in so many ways we've all lived. All right, we've all lived, and it is funny. Uh, some of us relate more to 
some characters in it than others. <laughs> but, you know. See, and I, I went with like Animal House and Blues Brothers and Caddyshack. Is, but is that is that being ageist on my part? Uh, we we don't call it ageist. Okay, for the record, we have to, it's it, recency bias. Oh, that's that's the, that's the that's the new way to put it. Recency bias. Okay, so because so, somebody says is that Mike Bossy uh, isn't the great, or, you know, Alex Ovechkin is the greatest goal scorer of all time. Then there'll be somebody in their fifties that say it's Mike Bossy, and then there's somebody in seventies say it's Rocket Richard. Yeah. It's all recency bias. There we go. So, okay. so it's recency bias. All right, uh, and then I had a texter on the Ashley Fine Flores text line say, "Bob, I love the Pete, Peter Sellers and oh, the Pink Panthers," but, and brilliant. I and I knew this is right up your alley. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, you know, does your dog bite? That's not my dog. Uh, and uh, he, He's more than a guest on this show. Apparently, he's a character actor in those well, movies. Well, and, and, and it's funny because one of his greatest roles was in a, a, a movie called The Party, uh, where he played a, a South Asian man. Uh, and I'm not sure he could get away with it anymore. You can't do that. No, I don't think you could. My favorite Sellers movie of all time, though, I will tell you right now, and it doesn't get enough credit for... The way the world is going, uh, mid '70s, just before Sellers died, obviously, he um, he came out with a movie called Being There, where he plays Chauncey the gardener, and he is the gardener of a billionaire Washington mogul, Washington D.C. mogul, who has influence in the government. You know, you know whether it's a Warren Buffett style guy, and. But Chauncey the gardener has an IQ of about 80. And his answer to everything is he doesn't reply. So by the time the movie gets going, he becomes Chauncey Gardner. And when people come up to him and say, we're sorry for your loss, all he does is nod. And then they start the conversation going and going and going. And by the end of it, what he has said is nothing, and they think he's a genius. By the end of the movie, he's the president of the United States. It is absolutely... One, and he comes up with simple little quotes that they, you know, you know, what do you think of what's going on in Southeast Asia? When the plants grow, the sun will shine and the rain will come. Brilliant. And it's it's a whole movie of things like that that is, it, 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 trust and me, And we're folks, talking Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. See, trust now, me, now if you want a movie like that, being there, it is a brilliant, brilliant movie. And it, it came out just, I believe, just after he passed away. So now he was, was he a little after sort of, uh, we were talking about Hellraisers, <laughs> the life and inebriated times of Richard Burton, Richard Harris, Peter O'Toole, and Oliver Reed. Was he a contemporary of He theirs? was a contemporary of theirs. I mean, let's face it, all those guys that you're talking about, they were the British version of the Brat Pack. You know, you you had you know at Sinatra, Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, who was British, but but, but because he was married to a Kennedy, Kennedy right? Uh, he, he Sinatra loved him. So, so but but the Brit, they were the British version of the Brad Pack, and all they did was drink and carouse, and life was good. Could you be Don Rickles today? <laughs> no. No, you couldn't. It's too bad. I mean, I, I thought I, they can't even. You know those. I thought you were talking to me personally. No, 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 you. <laughs> no. Uh, those Comedy Central roasts that they they oh. had about ten to twelve years. Like Greg, still, I'm, I'm a big Greg Geraldo guy, and I've obviously passed away a number of years ago. But I mean, funny, funny. But stuff. they st they still do that kind of thing in uh, Comedy Central. Still does them, and, and the the, th the thing that happens there. A, it's on cable TV. Yes. B. The moment you walk into that arena, you know you're a free game. You're a target. Yeah, you're a target. That's that became that really the issue of Sunday night, right? Is is was what Chris Rock did 
wrong at a, at a Comedy Central roast, it wouldn't have been wrong. Right. But at the Academy Awards, to make make fun of... Uh, didn't didn't Richard Burton get made fun of... For, well, he was married twice to Elizabeth Taylor, was he not? He was, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing? I'm pretty sure he took a shot at one of those, uh, at, at one of those uh, Academy Awards uh, back in the day. Yeah. All right. Uh, totally switch in focus. Um, you mean we're not doing movies anymore? You know, what's, what's amazing about being on this show... So what's this, about three years or four years for me being on this show? Oh, it's more than that. Okay. It, 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 it just goes by so quick. Right. So we talk about absolutely everything. I yeah. mean, I have gone from, uh, I'm now on the Entertainment Tonight reporter. Yeah. I've gone. I, I was chief the, political correspondent. Chief political correspondent. Chief medical officer. Uh, it's uh, you're, you, you it's know, amazing. You're our NHL insider. I am actually <laughs> going to ask you a tough question. A well, hockey question. I'm, I'm, I'm not ask, sure I can answer that. It has to do uh, with the passing of Eugene Melvick in Ottawa. Okay. Yep. And because, you know, it's, I wonder if approaches in certain markets we, you know, like when you look at Ottawa, okay. So Eugene is uh, is fair to say he's a capitalist. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's a market with a protected working class. Sure. Okay. Is that a fair? Like you got a lot of civil servants. A lot of civil servants. A lot of civil sure. servants, and they probably and, tra- and transient and transient. So like this is a market that is dedicated to Edmonton, and yep. we we see it. Like there's a lot of really good media guys in Calgary. Their numbers get dwarfed on social media. Uh, by the guys in Edmonton. It's not because we're great. It's because we're in a market where the fan interest, and I only mention Edmonton and Calgary as a comparable because the cities are roughly the same size and they both have NHL Well, and, and, and let's face it, uh, when you look at season ticket numbers and uh, season ticket sales, uh, the, the number in Calgary at this point I would probably think is 50 corporate, 50 fan, where it's probably 65 fan and 35 corporate here in Edmonton. Yeah. And this is a, this is a fan base driven by the hard working northern Albertan who puts out good money. Yeah. And therefore feels he has a vested interest in the team. And an expedite Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Expectation. This is an intelligent hockey market. Absolutely. And, and you know, there, and in so many ways, uh, and I and I do I do truly believe this. Part of what's happening here is that there's a this is this hockey team is a public trust in so many ways. I mean, there is something. This is not. Uh, I mean, Daryl Cates is an entrepreneur. God bless him. He does a lot of good things. He does things that are controversial. But he, I, I do think he understands the role of this hockey team in this market. 
Uh, and I do think that that comes through when you get the passion of the hockey fans yep. here on a daily basis. Well, and I, I, I'd say, you know what? Uh, we got a new arena built here. Uh, it was a 3P deal. They, they found a way to make it ultimately happen. There were lots of parties involved, and everybody yeah. had their opinion. And I just wonder if it's harder. Like, I look at Eugene Melnick, and Eugene's, you know, and God rest his soul. There were some battles along the way. Uh, in t you know, there were some relationships that dissolved during his tenure in Ottawa. So tell me this, because you're close to it, and you have league sources. How, you know, what is, what is the legacy of Eugene Melnick in Ottawa? The, the legacy of Eugene Melnick is, is that the Ottawa Senators are still there. That is the legacy. Yeah. Without Eugene Melnick, who I'm not sure uh, made money more than three years, made profit more than three years okay. in his time, uh, he was he was he was paying out good money to keep the team in Ottawa because he loves the game of hockey. You know, and like Melnick, everybody there's an assumption Melnick's not an Ottawa guy. Melnick's a Toronto guy. Right. Uh, but he he learned to he learned to adopt Ottawa. And because it was the only way he could get into the private club, uh, but it, he loved the Senators. He he treated the players there really well. Um, did he make mistakes? Absolutely. You know, Eugene loved the limelight. Eugene loved to talk. E Eugene was a fan, a fan of the game. Uh, but in the end, his legacy will be: in 2022, there is a seventh team in Canada. In Ottawa. What do you think of these stories that they're possibly looking at playing five games in Quebec City? I, I think it's too soon to. Uh, okay. I think it's too soon to contemplate anything. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 I do believe. I last talked to Eugene on the 27th of January, um, and I, at that point, he was he was saying that he has a couple of big announcements coming. And I think he was hoping to uh, mend a few bridges uh, with the people at Le Breton okay. and have a downtown arena in Ottawa. Let's face it: if they're talking about if they're talking about five games in Quebec City, it's 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 leverage. It's leverage. It's a negotiation. Right. And and I don't think two days after his passing, that's a time to be be, be wow. digging deep into it. But but that but story I do, that story is out oh, there. Oh, sure it is. But but because I do think. I do think that there has there was a wake-up call on Monday. And the wake-up call on Monday was, oh, my goodness, e Eugene's gone. Who's going to keep the team here? Uh, I do think that that, I do now, think that, that narrative, I do think that narrative is, is there. I don't know Sean Simpson well. I mean, I know Bruce Garriott. I know A.J. Jakubek. I know those guys out of Ottawa. You know, obviously, uh, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky called uh, Gord Wilson. I was in the middle of a conversation with him when Gord ended up getting COVID right when it first started. Those guys I know. Uh, but Sean Simpson today on TSN said he knows of four separate uh, potential Ottawa-based ownership groups that would look at potentially purchasing the team. So I, I what would you say to that? Uh, well, t twofold. First of all, the family has to decide they want to sell. Right. Um, then um, I think we're going to we'll we'll see what role the commissioner plays in all this. This is one, just as just as Gary got involved between the mayor and Mr. Cates here yes. to help get the arena done, I, I would suspect that Gary will make sure that the family does what's right for the family first. And then if, if he can be the mediator to find a new person, because he won't want to move the team. Gary won't want to move the team. Right. Um, so so from, uh, in my opinion, 
I haven't talked to him. He's been at the GM's meetings. Uh, but I, I suspect that what, what he will want to do is make sure whatever the two daughters want to do with the hockey club, then that's what Gary will do for them. John Shannon is our NHL insider. John, we talked about Arizona the other night. I neglected to mention that uh, you said, you know, we're going to have playoff games of 10,000-plus for the Edmonton Oil Kings for Dylan Gunther. Yeah. I saw Dylan after the game. You saw him as yeah. well on Monday night. I, I, I actually should have mentioned they had 13,000 here on Sunday. Wow. 13,000 for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Now, part of that was a Hockey Alberta thing driven uh, by the likes of people like John Winwick, mm -hmm. who's a, a great community supporter out there in the province of Alberta. But... Uh, you know, they're, they're, you talk about Gary digging in. He's dug in on Arizona. He's well, given Arizona every chance in the world. Well, and, and there, I think there's one more chance coming, Bob. Within the next 10 days, um, the city of Tempe will be uh, pondering a proposal by the owners of the Coyotes, a guy named Alex Morello, who has made his money in entertainment and casinos and broadcasting, uh, to build a brand-new arena in Tempe. Uh, and it, and it's it's very similar to what I would describe as an, an, a nice district philosophy there. Yep. Condos, uh, shopping, uh, commercial, and an arena uh, to the tune of $4 billion in Tempe. Uh, if the city of Tempe approves it, then that justifies the move to the 5,000-seat arena. There we go. If it doesn't, then we've got another conversation to have. Student versus the teacher tonight. Is it fair or given the injuries with L.A.? Uh, your thoughts on the matchup for tonight's game? we got about a minute, John. Uh, well, student and teacher indeed, uh, although I, I, I do think that it's, it's more so now friend versus friend because right. they became great family friends away from the game. Uh, and I think that the big issue will be is how will Todd's how will Todd's defense be able to uh, maintain lo some level of consistency against the aggressive Oiler forwards? Uh, a lot of pressure on a guy like Alex Edler, who's coming back from injury again, uh, coming off a broken leg. Uh, Sean Dersey, a lot of pressure on a lot of names you haven't heard of in L.A. on the blue line. Uh, because their goaltending's been solid all year and their forwards have been solid all year. So it's all about the defense when it comes to the LA Kings. There you go. That's our NHL insider, John Shannon. When we come back, we'll wrap up with this day in Oilers history. You're listening to Oilers now. Thanks a lot, Ryan. It's 130. Uh, check that. It's 152. <laughs> 135. 152 in Edmonton. Maybe if I didn't just read the number right off the script. Royal Pizza Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer Recommendations Mediterranean Chicken. It's just like an anchorman. I read everything that comes across the teleprompter, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, we go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Uh, if you're looking for a great Oilers playoff road trip, you can register now at newwesttravel.com. We are going to go back to this date in 1979. It was an awesome day if you lived in the Edmonton region, and Cody Jansen's going to tell you why. The NHL announced the expansion of the league from 17 to 21 teams with the acquisition of four teams from the WHA, Hartford, Winnipeg, Quebec City, and of course Edmonton. There you go. That was a big deal. And yes, I heard it from West Montgomery and Brian Hall. That's who I heard it from that day. This day in uh, Oilers history brought to you by New West Travels. Living out in the acreage, out in the county of Strathcona, near Fultonvale. Used to have the radio on all day long. And heard it out there. 
looking for a great Oilers playoff road trip, register now for a roadie for the playoffs. Visit newwesttravel.com. So here's what we got shaking tonight. It'll be myself and Rob Brown and uh, Reed Wilkins with the radio call, of course. Uh, Cam still uh, currently uh, in the United States. Cam Moon will join us tomorrow. Bakersfield Condors play tonight. He's going to take that game on. Manny Viveros and Henderson in. That's uh, the farm team for the Vegas Golden Knights. So Cam will join us on the Thursday edition of Oilers now, along with Kevin Weeks and Louis DeBrusque. Uh, but tonight we'll have the game, the Oilers and the Kings puck drop at 7.35. The City Ford Faceoff Show with uh, Reed, Rob, myself, a cast of thousands. John Shannon begins at 6.05 tonight. Until then, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. And then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons, Jalen and I from 3 to 6. I'll rejoin you at 6.05. Uh, thanks for listening. I was McLovin' it today. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.